Let's go. Dermot and Dave. <laughs> Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Right, time for Mind Yourself Now. We're having a chat about uh, the treat drawer you might have in the office. Why is everyone looking at me? Uh, maybe you love a bar of something sweet for the commute home. To snack or not to snack can be a big question. And nutritional therapist Elsa Jones is here to try and answer it. Good morning, Elsa. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. good. Elsa, if you tell us that we can't have snacks, we're hanging up now, okay? <laughs> so you better find a way around this. <laughs> okay, well, I would say, like... Yeah, I mean, it's whether a person should snack or not, there is no kind of one-size-fits-all answer. Right. I think, first of all, I'd start by saying if, if you are eating three core meals a day, it certainly isn't necessary to snack. But whether you, you, you should or not depends on your individual factors. Right, okay. So the, per se, there's nothing wrong with it as long as it you know meets whatever requirements it needs to meet for you. But, exactly. But yeah. are, are, are we to, to divine even from that kind of necessary qualification that perhaps people are just <laughs> snacking whether they should or shouldn't? And on the wrong things. Exactly. So a lot of us just eat uh, snacks for pleasure, for something to do. So I would kind of put that in the category of more like comfort eating or, or emotional eating. Whereas then there's the sort of like, you know, more functional eating, which is, you know, obviously to nourish your body and to kind of give you energy um, so I think well, if you have ever questioned whether you should snack or not snack, you probably are questioning it for a reason. Mm. Um, so I would kind of look at maybe, okay, first of all, you know, what is your, your current weight? So are you looking to maintain your weight or are you trying to lose weight? Um, what is your activity level like? So, you know, do you need extra calories to, to fuel your workouts, for example? Um, even perhaps maybe looking at your age, we just don't need as much energy the older that we get so you kind of have to look at where you're at and what your goals are if that makes sense mm. well i think people anyone who's worked on this show with me will know that i get ratty if i'm hungry like those snickers ads that's me there's never been a man i've seen graze more than dermot whelan he just must always maintain a protein and blood sugar level that has never been before seen. It can never dip below absolute maximum capacity. Yeah, it's like the snack version of Speed, you know, the movie. If if, if I drop below five snacks an hour, something will blow It'll up. It takes on me. Yeah. But if some people are, but in fairness to Dermot, like Dermot is one of those people who he could, in fairness, probably eat a thousand Snickers a day and his whippet-like metabolism would just whip it off him and he'd just be knocking about the next day exactly the same. So I suppose some people are built different when it comes to that kind of thing. Totally. And I actually really like the idea that Dermot sort of, you know, honours his temple and he tunes in to his, to his needs because, you know, he probably actually feels his blood sugar levels dropping. And how you would sort of know is if you start to feel little bit kind of maybe a little bit weak a little bit shaky if you notice your concentration level sort of dipping a bit or you notice yourself getting a little bit uh, moody or irritable it probably means that your blood sugar levels are dropping so if you can kind of tune in to your to your body it will sometimes tell you when something like that is happening so probably what's happening is that his blood sugar levels are dropping he's feeding the symptoms and then he's fueling up Mm. so that can be really important because some people do actually feel much better when they have a snack in between meals, whereas other people 
don't actually need to, that they, they find that that fasting period in between, let's say, breakfast, lunch, or lunch, or dinner, that they can do that easily. So if that's the case for you, I would say, you know, there's absolutely no necessity to snack. But I think if we allow too long gaps between meals, for some people, when they get those blood sugar dips, their energy levels drop. And then what happens is, you know, when you're feeling tired and weak and cranky, you tend not to make good food choices. Mm. So, you know, you're over hungry, you're ratty. So then you reach for what? Probably tea, biscuits, crisps, chocolate, all the things. Whoa, that whoa, whoa. Actually... Now, Elsa, like I like you a lot, but you just you, we use the word tea in a not good environment. That's, <laughs> that's unacceptable on about 5,000 levels. Tea is the one thing that gets everyone through the day. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with tea. But the problem is a lot of us put the kettle on and make tea to facilitate a snack. Yes, that's true. Yes, it's like the it's the gateway, isn't it? Mm. The tea is the yeah. gateway to the snack. Well, can you give us some better snack options to stop us reaching for the the, the milk chocolate and the, the biscuits and the things we know on some level are bad for us, but we can't seem to stop filling our cupboards with them? Yeah, so what I mean, if, if your goal is to have kind of lasting energy and to feel fuller for longer, um, or certainly even weight management, um, I would say choose a snack that has some protein and some high-fiber high quality carbohydrates. And if you can even get a little bit of healthy fat in there, that would be amazing. So some examples of those kind of food combinations would be something simple as a small handful of nuts with a piece of fruit. Okay, it could be, let's say, a tablespoon of nut butter spread on maybe a slice, you know, a slices of apple or a whole grain oat cake, let's say. Or it might be a piece of cheese paired with some grapes or it might be some hummus maybe with um, a whole grain cracker or maybe some carrot sticks or protein rich yogurt with a piece of fruit. And what you might notice and in all those examples, I'm pairing protein with high fiber carbohydrates and some healthy fats. Yeah. That is the sort of magic formula that keeps us fuller for longer and keeps our blood sugar levels stable. Okay. Oh. So say that again now because that's for I think a lot of us are energy dippers. So you'd be like, "Yeah, let's get after it." And then, oh, you know, we go home to bed. <laughs> so what what are we pairing up again? So some some protein rich food, okay? So that could be let's say some nuts nut butter, cheese, you know, yogurt, hummus, with some high-fiber carbohydrates, which I think personally some fruit and vegetables is, is going to be your best choice there as a snack because snacking is actually a great opportunity to get some fruit and vegetables into your body. So maybe carrot sticks with your hummus or slices of apple or grapes with your cheese or your nuts. Um, it's, snacking is a useful way to help us achieve our five a day. And if you can get some healthy fats in there, that also will keep you fuller for longer and, and keep your blood sugar levels stable. So, for example, nuts have all of those things in them. They've got the, the protein, they've got the fiber, but the, the, the healthy fats and the quality carbohydrates. And on behalf of those of us who, who do enjoy a little sweet uh, treat with a cup of tea or whatever else, uh, are there smarter choices we can make in the realm of the yeah. sugary, sweet treat or whatever. Absolutely. And listen, you know, I get it. I'm human too. We all, a lot of the time, we just eat for, for pleasure. And that's okay too. Um, so, but if, for example, you like in the afternoon a cup of tea and, and a sweet treat, maybe it's about either 
making a healthier choice within that. So, for example, or maybe in the evening time, if you like to have milk chocolate, maybe it's about having a smaller amount, or maybe it's about switching to dark chocolate, which mm. has less sugar. Or maybe it's about, you know, instead of having a very sugary biscuit, maybe you might choose an oat-based biscuit that maybe has less sugar in it. So, for example, I, I like the Narn biscuits. They're, I just, they're, they've got less sugar in them and they're oat-based. So we can make healthier choices within the, let's say, less healthy choice. Category. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, We actually made, this sounds possibly quite annoying, but we, we made our own protein balls at home. Oh, you're very annoying. I already <laughs> hate you, but come on, continue with your story. It's so kind of pretentious. We make our own protein balls. Um, but it was simply because every evening I found that I was, as like, soon as dinner's over, kettle's on, and I'm sniffing around the cupboards. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to feel this drive to eat something, then I want to eat something that I know isn't too bad for me, doesn't have a whole lot of sugar, and, and that actually has a bit of protein in it. So I won't want to eat as much of it because I'll, I'll feel full. Mm. Um, and it was, they were really easy to make. Um, they, they weren't the nicest things <laughs> in the world. But a lot of the time you just want that sense of having a snack or, With or getting or whatever, yeah, something yeah. a little bit sweet. And then it, it seems to be satisfied. And Elsa, a text comes in and says, I'm not a snacker at all, but I got in trouble a lot with diabetic nurse because of this when I had gestational diabetes. She says, she said, I have to snack in between meals. I found it really hard. So there are actually people, the opposite of me, who find it difficult to snack. Yeah, a lot of people just don't have that kind of natural hunger. And also, like, there are many of us who sort of, we think about food a lot. We're often consumed by food and we kind of, you know, we live to eat. Whereas there's also plenty of people who, who only eat to live and food is just not on their radar. Yeah, it's just fuel or whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand those people, but I believe they exist. <laughs> <laughs> they have very sad and lonely I lives. I don't understand them either, but, you know, <laughs> we have to coexist. Well, Elsa Jones, qualified nutritional therapist, author of best-selling book, Goodbye Sugar. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, giving us some better options when it comes to snacking. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See Bye, you later. Elsa. Bye-bye. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m.